Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? It's going good. We've got scaffolding in the backyard for the tree. Yay, the tree, the tree <laughs> It arrived <talk>. today. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So when is it coming down? Well, that's still unclear. Okay. Jeff is going to work on taking the limbs off in the next week and then maybe next weekend. I don't know. Okay. So things are sliding, but the, Progress. the tree is still the, safely where it was. Evidently. Okay. You know, my friend came and shook the crap out of it and said, okay, is it coming down? If we're going to, if it's going to come down, we're going to make it come down now. <laughs> and, and it didn't come down. It's, it's firmly entrenched on the light pole that I almost had removed in March and just went, mm, not yet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yay for intuition. Yep. Now it's, now it's your tree stabilizer. It's my tree pole. Yes. <laughs> so Kelly. I have been seeing that you're throwing a lot of content into the Facebook group, Spiritual by Kelly Sparta. What's going yes. on with that? Well, I got a little overenthusiastic today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I've been I've been posting a lot of things about what it takes to be a shaman and how how you become a shaman and all that stuff and and today I did a, a Facebook live on on all of those things. And of course, you know, never occurred to me that it would be, you know, normally a Facebook live is like 15-20 minutes and 45 minutes later. Wow. Yeah, and I did not repeat myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> So it's 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 like a whole two episodes of Spirit Sharpa. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's 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 in there. So if you want to come out and check it out, it's it's in the uh Spirit Sharpa by Kelly Sparta podcast Facebook group. 
And so it's it's there for you if you want to <laughs> listen. People hung in for the whole thing. So, you know. That's pretty good. Not bad for midday on a Friday. Exactly. You know? Exactly. All right. So let's talk about the episode. We have a guest. We do. And he's just been sitting and staring at us going mm, any day now. <laughs> what tree? I don't know about this tree. Yeah. <laughs> so who do we have? So this is my dear friend, Noah Koloff. He he and I have known each other for, what is it, Noah, like 10 years? Something like that. Yeah. So um, Noah and I have, have been running in the same circles for quite some time. And, and um, he's a soul alignment coach and healer. And he helps empaths to break free from blocks and limiting beliefs and align with their soul purpose. Sound, sounds familiar, it right? It sure does. Go figure we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he's been working in the, uh, the field of transformational healing and energy psychology for uh, over a decade now and uh, helps his clients get life-changing results in an average of three sessions. Wow. Some of the tools that he uses include light language, and a direct healing and channeling from the Archangel Metatron. Uh, Noah's practice is called the Boundless Empath, and it's based in Framingham, Massachusetts, where he resides with his wife, Nina, and their two cats. <laughs> Welcome, Noah. Thank you. It's great to be here. Noah's been doing his own Facebook Lives, and I've been watching him. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, I'm going on the Spirit Sherpa podcast. Yeah, you were like you were like 45 minutes. I was like, I think I put something on there today that was like 35. So, yeah. you know, she's in good company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it that we're going to be talking about today? No, you've got a lot going on, but what what's the subject that the listeners should be preparing themselves for here? We're going to talk about something that's really important to just about everyone, in my opinion, uh, money blocks. Now, as much of a time as ever, there's a lot of people who would like more money. And I don't know if it's, you know, any more than usual, but I'm hearing about it a lot more. You know, so I figured, let's talk money blocks. Let's, let's get down to it, you know? There's a lot of people in this community that have money blocks. We've, we've brought that up a number of times here. Yeah, it's huge. And in fact, that's one of the reasons why when Noah and I were talking earlier this week, he, he actually did some work for me. He did some light language for me. And I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. When you can make me feel like my vibration is, is increasing, that's saying something because that almost never happens. And so he was like, oh, yeah, you know, what do you think we should talk? about it, I was like, oh, yeah, we just we got to do the money thing. And I was already telling him, well, I can't get you on the show until November because I was planning on doing something during this time slot. And he's like, okay, no problem. And then I said money blocks. I was like, no, I got to give you my slot. I'm sorry. <laughs> if we're going to talk about money blocks, I got to give you my slot because we really need to get this out there sooner rather than later because people are really bound up with it. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we're going to, we're going to have a conversation, okay. you know, he and I, we're going to both share some stuff and, and then he's going to do his thing with the Good. light language. So you guys are going to get to, to experience it. So here's the deal, right? You can listen to this right up until we get to the light language piece and then you want to hit stop until you are in a place where you can be still and quiet. This is another do not listen while driving moment. <laughs> yes, light language and driving, not the best combination. No. Okay. When I tell you he took me out of my body, imagine what's going to happen to you. So <laughs> just get out of the car. <laughs> you know? That's your fair warning. All right. Okay. So let's start. What are we talking about when we talk about money blocks? What are they? So 
I like to think about blocks in general. Like we have blocks in many areas of our life. And a block is, it usually shows up as a limiting belief or pattern of behavior or thinking, or sometimes it could be a past traumatic event or even stuff from ancestry or past lives. Like there's a whole volumes of what could cause a block. What the important thing about a block is what it does. And it creates resistance and or sabotage towards your goals, towards living the life you want to live, towards, you know, just flow. Yeah. You know, if you think about like when you're driving down the road and they put up a roadblock, you're not going to be able to get to where you want to be in nearly as much time if there's a roadblock in the way. Okay. So energetically and cosmically, we have the same type of things. And the key is to figure out ways to unblock. And then once you can get rid of the blocks to align moving forward. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true, Noah. And when we have blocks, they show up not just in terms of our behavior, but also energetically in terms of our ability to manifest, right? So we, we come into alignment or out of alignment with things. And, you know, people think of manifestation as being the thing that we put out into the world, the intention that we put out, but it's also our beingness and whether or not we are being in alignment with that so that when it shows up, we resonate and attract it to us, right? So when you have a block, it actually can set your energy to not be in alignment with the thing that you're trying to create. Yeah, precisely. You know, how often do people manifest exactly what they don't want? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't want to go into debt. You know, I can't go into debt. I can't lose my job, right? And they focus so much on that, that the universe doesn't know words like don't or can't or no. It's like, oh, you want to lose your job? You want to go into debt? Here you go. Have a yeah. nice buffet serving of it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, especially if you're talking about entrepreneurs, you know, I, I talk about entrepreneurs all the time and the idea that, you know, okay, if you're, if you're looking at your, your bank account and it's low and you're looking at it and you can either panic and be like, ah, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. Or you can do what I usually refer to as, you know, look at it like the chair on the table. So if you walked into your your dining room and you saw your dining room chair on the table, you'd be like, well, that ain't right. right? <laughs> and you just look at it and go, that ain't right. And you go and you pick up the chair off the table and you put it back down and you go, you know, I'm, I don't know who put it up there, but I'm going to fix it, right? <laughs> And love that. yeah, so, you know, if you look at it instead, like that ain't right, and you just go fix it, then that's exactly how much energy you should give to that, right? It's not a, oh, crap, or a, uh, or a denial, you know, <laughs> you know, the chair's on the table, you got to take it off the table that <laughs> you can't ignore it. And it'll magically suddenly be back off the back on the ground. You've got to address it. But you don't have to freak out about it. Exactly. And you know, you bring up a great point about action. I remember years ago, that book, The Secret came out, right? At the time, I thought it was amazing. And in hindsight, I'm just not a fan. I'm not going to down, I'm not going to talk bad about anything. But because what it made people think was that you could just sit there and 
think and concentrate enough and meditate enough and believe enough that a Lamborghini would show up on your door and the right. door to the Lamborghini would open. The most beautiful person you've ever seen would come out. And when you open the door, you'd walk out to them with a new body. Right. And the thing that they failed to mention was the importance of action. There's different types of action. You know, there's action like, okay, I'm just going through the motions. And then there's inspired action. And when you're moving nice. yeah. in flow and when you're breaking through your blocks, you're taking that inspired action. That's what taking the chair off the table is. And that's how people make shit happen. That's so true. The secret was it really was an awareness raiser more than an instructional manual, exactly. right? And that's really where people got disappointed and they, they felt lied to, yeah. is that they didn't understand that, that the, the creators were saying, there is this power in the world, you need to learn about it. They, didn't, they weren't clear in their messaging. <laughs> what they said was, there's this power in the world and you can use it. But they didn't say that we're not telling you how, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's problematic. There's this place where... People who are looking to manifest money often go into this victim dynamic, Absolutely. right? And the victim dynamic says, I have no power over whether or not the money shows up or mommy and daddy universe take care of me. I'm going to abdicate my power to you and you're going to take care of me. And they don't understand that the universe doesn't do that when you're not a child. Yeah. You have to take responsibility for your own self. Now, the universe will send you directions and it'll say, okay, turn right here, turn left there. And that will take you where you're going. But you have to tell it where you want to go first. It's like a GPS. If you don't plug in the, the, the coordinates that you're trying to get to, it just sits there and looks at you and goes, what? But that <laughs> left turn, right turn becomes the action. That you, right. So there's still action there you have to take. You know, no, as Correct. you said, it's not just thinking, oh, I want to turn left and keep going straight because you didn't actually turn left. So you've not taken any action. Does the, the thinking without the action, the, I guess the inaction, does that become one of these money blocks or is that just something else? Yes, absolutely. That was actually something I fell into for a very long time. For years, I would play healer with my friends. I would be practicing, you know, NLP or theta healing or any of these energy psychology or energy healing practices. And my friends and I would like make these huge, like we just cleared our, our traumas from childhood, or we just healed our phobias and our fear of failure or all these big declarations, but nothing changed. Right. It was because I had that thinking that, oh, law of attraction. And yeah, the universe, if I just clear it, everything will happen. And that's all I need to do. And whoa, that was such a big shift I just had, but not big enough for me to take action. So while I was day in, day out, clearing everything, the fact that I wouldn't take action meant that I was losing jobs or that I didn't have any money in my bank account. And it wasn't until I combined the clearing and the healing and all of that work with real action that I received the results that I had been looking for all along. Yeah. And I did it in a different way, but the same thing, right? Which is I did the, uh, okay, well, I'm going to put this out there and I'm going to put it out there for like a week and I'll see if anybody likes it. And then, you know, if they don't like it, then I'm not going to do anything else. 
And then I'm going to say, well, that didn't work. And then I'm going to pivot to something else. And I'm going to throw that on the wall and then pivot to something else. I never give anything a chance to succeed because I was constantly shifting and shifting and shifting. And so there was no consistency in my message. There was no consistency in my offering. And therefore people are like, well, I don't trust that this is going to be there tomorrow. So why should I bother? You know, we'll just wait until you land on something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how many healers and empaths and light workers out there run into this other big block around money, which is like a fear of sales and marketing. Mm. I was talking with someone earlier today and had an amazing realization that marketing is like, it's just celebrating. When my parents go on vacation and they come back and I say, mom, dad, how was your vacation? They will spend an hour telling me all about the restaurants, the hotels, the sites. They'll show me pictures. They'll tell me the full story. And I do the same. I do the same. You know, you want to just tell them all about everything because it was incredible. That's marketing. And healers will say things like, people shouldn't pay for healing services. It should be a gift of the heart. It should be free. To that, I say money is energy. And if you've ever been to a potluck, it's poor form to show up to a potluck without a dish, right? So when you show up to your energy healing, your massage, your services, whatever it is, that's what you're bringing to the potluck. Your client is showing up with their time and money, and that's what they're bringing to the potluck. And all sales is, is just sharing. So sharing, celebrating, that's all there is to yeah, it. Yeah, I'd add one thing to that. Sure. Which is getting someone to clarity. Of course. Because that's really what this the decision point is. Is this for me? Is this not for me? And when you get to clarity, then you know whether or not you want it. And that's the the last piece of the puzzle is you've got the marketing side, you've got the the sales side where, you know, this is my offering to you and this is what I ask for in return. This is our fair exchange, right? And then here is the decision point and, you know, let me help you find your clarity one way or the other. And not like trying to push in one direction or the other just to say, is this for you or not? Here, let me give you enough information that you can make a decision. No worries either way. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Kathy, <laughs> Kathy was having a conversation with me. Um, she, she did an energy scan for somebody. And at the end that, you know, they were asking her about what we do and, and she was trying to get the person to, to a point of clarity. And they, they said, no, I don't think it's for me. And she went, hooray. <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> she was like, yay, you came to clarity. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> they were just like, what? So, you know, that's really the sort of thing that you can do. There's no such thing as a hard sell in spiritual world. So we all worried about being this slimy, sleazy salesperson, right? You can't be a slimy, sleazy salesperson and do spiritual work. I'm just sitting here thinking that my speech therapist from when I was very small is very happy that I'm saying my S's properly. So, (laughs) (laughs) that moment... So, but yeah, it's a huge issue for people who are in business for themselves. That becomes a big challenge. And I think a lot of that also comes from money blocks such as, you know, how they were raised. I was talking to a friend and he was saying how his parents worked really hard and earned every penny. And like, he has this messaging that you have to work really hard for money and you have to sacrifice a lot. Or if you grew up in poverty and you might feel like 
any money you get needs to be like held on super tight and cherished and you need to be super careful with what you spend it because the next windfall might not come. Yeah, um, and that's, that's literally – and I'm watching you right now. You've got your hand up like a fist and that's yeah. literally squeezing the flow out of your money energy. Oh, and then the other thing, of course, is, you know, I talked earlier about ancestry, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm Jewish. I have ancestors who like lived in tenements and 12 people in a one bedroom apartment. Also, you know, I have people in my family who've done really well for themselves. And a big part of opening your eyes to blocks and their removal is being aware of possibility. Right. And it's, it's also about being willing to receive. I can't tell you how many times people have said, well, I want to make more money. And then somebody says, well, let me take you out for lunch. And they go, oh, no, I can't let you do that. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. And it's, it's just like, no, you got to say yes to the stuff that comes in. You have to be willing to say yes. Because when you're trying to manifest stuff, it's going to come from places you don't necessarily expect. You know, I, I found 250 bucks on the street more than once. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, how am I supposed to know who it belongs to? It belongs to me. The universe sent it to me. They dropped it in front of me and there was nobody around to say, hey, is this yours? You know, you have to be willing to receive it. You have to be willing to say, oh, that was for me. Thank you. My friend Melody was so great at this because she she would say, wish for something else. <laughs> She'd just sit there and clap and wish for something else. Wish for something else. Every time something would come happen, come, come through. And so, you know, just I want you to remember that when you're trying to manifest because that's the other thing that happens is that people will, will manifest something and then they'll be like, I can't be that powerful. I made that happen. Oh, crap. What does that mean? And then they stop trying to manifest because right? <laughs> it freaks them out. We've talked about some of the blocks, but when we first started talking about these blocks, you guys put a lot of focus on the fact that you've got to clear these blocks. You've got to do them. Now, you've said with regards to being willing to receive, just be willing to receive. Just take Mm -hmm. it. But these are things, you know, and Noah, you mentioned this because there's the ancestry component, the way that you were brought up. These things are deep. These things are rooted in people. How do you start to clear those? Thank you, Joey. That's a great point. So, have you ever given a cat a bath? (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> Blocks and beliefs in many ways are like cats going to the bath. When you give a cat a bath, they put their arms out, all four paws out in stretched out fully like a bearskin rug and they will cling on to anything and everything, including your skin, to not go into that bathtub. And that's how I like to view blocks. Okay. Not to say that you can't give a cat a bath. I've done it. <laughs> Which is why you know. (laughs) You need to know that you're bigger than the block, that you're bigger than the cat. I probably couldn't give a lion a bath, (laughs) but I could give a cat a bath because I'm bigger than it, right? Right. I think the first step in freeing up from blocks is acknowledging, A, that that's not who you are and differentiating your true self from that issue, that block, whatever, that pattern, right? And then it's like, if I am not this block, then it doesn't have to control me. I like to also think of the analogy of going to the hairdresser. When you go to a hairdresser, they cut your hair, they style it, whatever. And then it's not like you go to the hairdresser once and then you never have to go again. Right. Removing blocks can take effort. They can take practice. And sometimes they can just blast away. 
You know, if it's powerful enough, sometimes miracle. I don't like the word miracle, but sometimes magic can happen. <laughs> okay. Well, and it's not just a function of powerful enough too, though. It's also a function of readiness, right? And alignment. And alignment. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes we're ready to let it go. Sometimes we've, we've been sitting with it for long enough that we're just like, you know what? I am done with this and not in a way that is like, I want to throw it away, but just as I'm, I'm just, I'm tired and I, I'm, I'm willing to release it. And I see so many people try to throw things away or yell at them away or push them away or whatever. And, and you literally cannot get rid of something that way. The fastest way out is right through the middle of it. You have to go into it. You have to acknowledge it that it's yours and, you know, really be with it and integrate it before it will leave. And it never leaves fully. It always leaves a part of itself with you. And then the angst is what leaves. Okay. But I'm going back to the cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going back to the cat because, Noah, you said something there that I think is important. And I want to make sure that we address it for the folks listening. You said, I probably couldn't give a lion a bath, but I can give a cat a bath. How true is it that for a lot of us, our blocks don't feel like cats? They feel like lions and we've got to shrink them down too. You know, that's totally true. And there's a reason why Noah then went on to talk about the haircut. Yeah. Because uh, one of the things that I talk to my students about is not not a haircut, but the fact that there's a spiral and that some of our issues are just spokes on that spiral. And we come back to them and, you know, you're spiraling in. And the spoke is coming out from the center. And so you keep hitting that issue over and over and over again. And I see so many people get frustrated with this. They're like, I thought I was done. I I worked so hard on it. Well, yeah, you did as much as you could do from the place that you were at at the time. And now you're coming to a deeper level of understanding. These, These issues are not problems. They are your teachers, right? And so the sooner that you get to the point where you don't expect it to stop being an issue, right, where you see it as a teacher that comes back around to teach you something new each time, when you can see it that way, it becomes a lot easier to be with it. And that's how a lion goes to a cat is by going each step on the spiral. So you kind of, you wash a paw, you wash the other paw. You What you do is you're, you're starting to, to clean it up a little bit. So you realize it wasn't actually a lion at all. It was just really humid out and the hair was just everywhere. <laughs> Been there, done that. So yes, it was something like that. <laughs> oh my God, we beat this metaphor to death. <laughs> Not quite. I have one more piece. But wait, there's more. Go ahead, Noah. <laughs> my wife and I were in Provincetown on Cape Cod and there were all these dogs everywhere, right? And such a variety. Every breed of dog was out there. And we came up with a formula, which is the floof to dog ratio, which is the amount of fur compared to the actual amount of like meat and bones and dog. <laughs> so maybe that cat just has a massive floof to cat ratio. I think that's it. I think now that's it. Now we've beaten it to death. Now yeah. we've beaten it to death. <laughs> so, so wash your lion so that you can clear the floof. I think that's really the summary of this entire episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Clear the floof. Yes. <laughs> Clear the floof and drown the cat. No, wait, wash no, the cat. Wash the cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh boy. All right. 
<laughs> I'm going to transition us because now <laughs> things are getting out of control. <laughs> no, us? Really? <laughs> you promised, Noah, you promised, and Kelly, you promised that Noah would do yes. his thing. I think do it's time. Thang. What, what is thing. your thing that you're going to do for people? So Noah's actually going to do some light language for us to clear your money blocks. So this would be the time to pull over yes. and to hit pause until you get home. Don't even pull over because you're not going to be able to drive after this. It took me like an hour to come back down when, when we did this. Turn the podcast off and pause. And then if you're somewhere that you cannot... Be out and about. You want to be someplace at home and sitting still in a quiet space where nobody's going to bug you for a little bit. And just before a meal, because the meal that you eat after this will help you to ground when you're done. Okay. So preferably a high protein meal. All right. So now you're ready. We're going to, I'm going to turn my mic off and I'm going to let Noah do his thing. Thank you. So yeah, I'm going to do a light language transmission. And basically, I like to think of light language as a verbal equivalent or a vocal equivalent of Reiki on steroids. It's downloaded. It's similar to when you see people speaking in tongues. What you're going to hear is different. And your conscious mind might be like criticizing or thinking it's crazy or whatever. Doesn't matter. It's going to go beyond your conscious mind. It's going to go into your energetic body and it's going to go right to the root of some of these things. With that, you've been warned. <laughs> I'm going to just take a second and set the container. As we begin this transmission, we ask for the angels, the guides, the archangels, especially Metatron, the ascended masters, and all other light beings and beings of 100% light and love, and no one that is anything less than 100% pure light and love. We ask for all of these to send through their messaging. We ask to address the money blocks of all who hear this now and all who hears this in the future. And we ask that the integration from this transmission be smooth and easy and enjoyable. We also ask that the effects of this transmission be permanent and instantaneous. We begin this transmission by expressing gratitude, appreciation, love, and blessings. And transmission beginning. Tatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
skäpat att tävla att stola, läsa andra kaos och kallesi, allesi konasi kobasta, selatibosa nakara alleka usi, zotika anda zalada ke zvi vlasekatarekat andi kaadas Ze tula a samu. Ta. And as we bring this transmission to a close, we once again give thanks, gratitude, love, and appreciation and blessings to all those who have helped in this process. And we once again request humbly and in faith that the integration of this transmission come to us smoothly, easily, with minimal disruption, but powerfully enough for optimal results. From here, with love, light, and blessings, transmission closed. For you guys who just heard that, I highly recommend you take the rest of the day off and drink a lot of water. Like drink two or three times as much water as you normally would, because whether you're aware of it or not, you just moved a hell of a lot of energy and blocks and you just did a hell of a lot right there. And pay attention for the next hours, days, weeks, things can happen. Good things can happen. So just keep your eyes peeled, your ears open. And say yes. And say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Take action and say yes, right? That's, That's what we keep talking about on this. Take action and say yes. That was very cool. Thank you, Noah. Thank you. That was awesome. All right. Well, what do you think, Kelly? You think you got anything else here? Or I don't know that we can go beyond that. Tough <laughs> <laughs> fact to follow, right? No, yeah, you, you definitely need to let them let them eat and drink and be merry and you know sleep for a while. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, with that, I'm going to remind you guys that uh, the Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta, the Facebook group, is on Facebook. It's on. Of course, it's on Facebook. <laughs> I'm. I'm not conscious yet, Noah. Um, and Noah's actually in there. Uh, I think you joined as your page, the Boundless Empath, right? I don't recall. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. But you know, if you look for him, he he's in there. If you want to talk to him or or ask him some questions about what he just did, and uh, so by all means, come and join us. And he, the recording I did earlier today is in there as well. So please come on out to that and. I know we talked in advance that that you have something that you can give our listeners in regards to their money blocks too. So why don't you tell them about that and tell them where they can find it? Absolutely. We talked a lot about the process of figuring out what your money blocks are. And I have set up for you guys to receive a free money block discovering checklist. And um, you can get this by going to www.theboundlessempath.com forward slash Sherpa. Awesome. 
So that's the the boundless empath. Yep.com forward slash Sherpa. And if your brain is so fried from the light language that you couldn't write that down, we will put it in the show notes for you so you can find it there. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, perfect then. Th- Noah, thank you very much. Thank you for frying Kelly's brain. Anytime. <laughs> 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 and Kelly, I'm not even going to ask you to wrap up because well, your brain God. is fried. <laughs> so... <laughs> That is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C., here with Kelly Sparta and Noah Koaloff, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any request for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Production. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.